Welcome, everybody. Welcome back. We're back. It's the Paranormal PD. Yep. It's a new week. It's a new week. New day. Is it? New month. It's a new month. Yes, it is a new month. Well, when you guys are listening, it's not a new month. It might be. But as of right now, it is a new month. It is. That's pretty good. Anyway, I'm Matthew. I'm Dallas. We are have an amazing episode today. We do. We have something very spooky. Spooky, yeah. It's, uh, we do. We wanted to go to something a little bit more on the spooky side of things. We've been talking about things that are entirely possibly too real. Yeah, we and need it's to been g- messing with our heads. <laughs> I'm not really feeling that vibe. Not at all. No. But first, we have social medias that we have to plug because we you know, do have them. You guys don't realize, but you know, when people you know interact with us and they give us reviews and do that stuff it really helps us out a it lot. does help so. it gets us in front of more eyes it moves us up a spot more when we search ears. paranormal on spotify yeah i guess more ears as well mm-hmm. probably that so one would be a better we one. have a instagram it's the paranormal underscore pd a twitter the paranormal pd a email account the paranormal police department at gmail.com which we're still doing a giveaway if you want to email us your stories please do please do please do we um, love the stories and we, actually you guys love the stories as yeah. well uh, we also have a TikTok account. We do the underscore paranormal PD. Yes. We got to get that. We got to get a little bit more traffic on that, I think. We do. We That's do. really, I think, how we're going to blow up, and we need you guys to do that for us. Yeah. We got to get on those for you pages. We do need that. So before we start, we've been liking to do a segment called This Week in the Paranormal. We do. This literally dropped yesterday. <gasps> okay. Um, it's not an unfamiliar place. Oh, if no. anyone has heard of the Skinwalker Ranch. I think everyone's well aware of the Skinwalker Ranch. Yes, hit TV show, um, hit paranormal location that's actually <laughs> quite spooky. Even the government agrees. They spent a couple years studying it and a lot of money. Yeah. Love that for them. So what, what happened? So this week, a what they call fleet of UFOs were spotted. <laughs> a fleet? A fleet. There was a ton of them, and they got video footage of it. I don't know that I'm allowed to post like the video footage straight up like that, but I will at least put a link so you can watch the video footage in this week's uh, the copyright Instagram rules. page. Yeah, we got to be careful with that. Yeah, but I will put it though, so you guys can at least watch it. A fleet of yes, there's a fleet of them. How many? Um, I think they said. Let me see here. A ton of them. <laughs> a ton. That's what they said is a ton of them. <laughs> okay. But here's a picture so you can see. I showed you this earlier. I know. Very weird. Good. It is. Does look like a UFO. Also could be a satellite. Couldn't tell you. Not a that. fleet of satellites? <laughs> I mean, there is pretty much a fleet of them if all you think right, about all right, it. All right. All right. All right. I guess you're right. Um, I am right. So let's get straight into today's topic. Into business. We got to go to business today. Yeah. And- do you want to introduce it? Yeah. We're going to be talking about- None other than- The Flying Dutchman. The Flying Dutchman. The now, ghost ship that sails the seven seas. Yeah. You may have heard of it from SpongeBob. Maybe. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. That's probably where you heard of it from. Um, The In-N-Out burger, right? You yeah. said something about that? There's definitely an In-N-Out secret item. I don't know how they make it. I don't know if the Flying Dutchman <laughs> is just a straight up patty, if it's a patty with like an onion bun or a lettuce bun. I don't know. I'm but pretty it's a sure secret there's a drink item. called the Flying Dutchman. From where? I don't know. You're just making it up. <laughs> you don't even know. I'm going to make the drink called the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, but, a Flying Dutchman is a pack of Zins in a water. <laughs> They're Any- just floating around in there. They actually are, look like a ghost ship. Anyway, the point is the Flying Dutchman has influenced a lot of things. Yeah. It's, it's pretty big. Pretty big in pop culture. But how sure. many of you know the real story about it? 
I don't think a lot of people do. I don't think a lot of people do. No. We're here to tell you guys that and give you guys some real-life examples. Some notable sightings, if you will. So, the Flying Dutchman. Yes. It was a 17th century Dutch merchant ship. Okay. Okay. It was captained by Captain Hendrik van der Decken. Okay. I like okay. that. He was a uh, he was a skilled seaman or a captain. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with captain. Can we do captain? A captain. Okay. He was a skilled captain and was kind of a famous sailor in like the 1680s time. Okay. Okay. Oh, so this is a little bit more recent than I thought. Yes, it is. It is. Okay. So one, it all started when he was making a trip from the Dutch East and Indies. Okay. Which, if I'm correct, that's like Indonesia, yes, that correct. area. Mm-hmm. Um, back to Amsterdam. You know, Holland. Sure. So probably got some spices. Got some spices. Got something. Yeah. Um, he was traveling around the Cape of Good Hope, which is in South Africa. So he's going around the yeah. bottom of Africa. That sounds really good. I'm hopeful that that is a good area to I've be I've been to the Cape of Good Hope, and let's just say it's some dangerous waters there. Is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, sh- okay. So, he's going around the, the Cape of Good Hope, and a raging storm blew up. Okay. I have to imagine that's not good. That's not even good now with modern ship no, technology. No, not at all. Um, so, the storm blows up, and the captain is determined to proceed. He's like, I'm not going to make port. I, we're we're going to make it. I mean, where was he going to go anyway? Are there ports he could have stopped at? I think so. I'm pretty okay. sure he could have. Like, it's not like middle of the ocean. Like he's going around the the south South Africa. Like, yeah, he's along the coast. There's ports he could stop. Sure. So he decided not to wait for the storm to die down, and he said to have cursed God and the elements. He did that. He did. Okay. He Don't said do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, he was you know cursed them. Said, you know. I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want to curse God and get a curse on me like this guy Let's did. not. Yeah. But um, essentially he pleads saying that if he makes it, he will do sail forever or whatever it is. Make some kind of curse. Okay. So makes a deal with the devil, some stories say. Okay. That if he makes it, he will do whatever. There's not a lot of stories on what he says. It just says that he cursed God and made a deal with the devil. Okay. To get his crew safely through the storm. Now, just strictly speaking from experience, right? Yes. And, and everything that I've seen and heard and, and read and all that good stuff, right? You don't want to make a deal with the devil. No. Generally speaking, doesn't really end well. You probably, if it comes to that point, you might as, you might as well just die yep. and then go to the good place. I agree. So, they get through the storm. Well... They think they get through the storm. <laughs> they thought. <laughs> Newsflash, buddy. Newsflash is uh, no one knows what happened to the ship. <laughs> okay, so they didn't make it through the storm. But there's, the deal was said to basically, or the story of the Dutchman is that he has to sail forever on the seven seas and he can never make port. Okay. That's the curse that the, the flying Dutchman received. Now, riddle me this. Yes. Is the flying Dutchman... The ship that Davy Jones allegedly has. If you're going off SpongeBob lore, yes. I'm also talking about <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yes. But that's not actually true, right? No. Okay. No. But it is in the Davy Jones locker at this point, you'd imagine, right? Because yes. if it didn't make it through the storm. If it didn't make it through the storm, it's in Davy Jones' locker. So actually, yeah. you know what? You're right. It is Davy Jones' ship now. It's now his ship. So just to give you an idea of what 
the Flying Dutchman looks like. Okay. Um, honestly, just think of the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> ship. <laughs> it's like one of the uh, 17th, 8th, 16th century trading ships, you know, big long vessel, bunch of cannons on the side. Okay. It's got the the big masts with the, the sails. Like, it's... Okay. Your what stereo- kind of sails does it have? Anything cool? Like a pirate well, sail? It was a trading ship. So the actual ship had just had regular sails that flew the Amsterdam flag. Okay. The Flying Dutchman. Yeah, yeah. That's it's got like about. torn up sails, um, kind of like ripped. It looks decrepit is okay. how I would describe the ship. Um, but honestly, like if you imagine it from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, that's pretty good example of like what it would look like because it is... It was a time era accurate piece yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So like, an era accurate piece. Pirates <laughs> <laughs> of the Caribbean was an era accurate piece. Yes. There's no way right now. Okay. I guess we're gonna go ahead and just say that then. There is. Okay. So, since then, there's been many, many sightings of okay. the Flying Dutchman. Yes, there have. Um, we have a bunch of sightings for you to talk about. Okay. Do you want to start with your first sighting? I'm going to start with the most famous sighting. I think How that's that appropriate. Sound? So there was a young prince by the name of Prince George of Wales. Who Later became king. Ends up becoming King George V. Yes. Okay. And he allegedly had a sighting in 1881. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was sailing with his brother Albert, and they were serving as midshipmen, and they were aboard the Royal Navy Corvette HMS Bachante, I think is how you would say that. Yes. I almost feel like I want you to read this log because it's... No, it's okay. Keep going. Okay. They recorded this in their sail log. So, the like, captains of ships a lot of times will keep a log. The captain's log. Yeah, captain's log, right? Yep. And I actually have that log entry here. Wow. Are you sure you don't want to read it in your British accent? No, go ahead. I want you to try to do a British accent. Do you actually want me to? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry to all the British people that are related to Matt that are listening to this, (laughs) but I'm going to do it. July 11th at 4 a.m., the flying Dutchman crossed our bows. There was a strange red light as if, as of a phantom ship all aglow, in the midst of which light the masts, spars, and sails of a brig 200 yards distant stood out in strong relief as she came up as part of the bow. Where also the officer of the watch from the bridge clearly saw her, as did the quarterback midshipman, who was sent forward at once to the forecastle. Okay. It's not bad? Okay. But, on arriving, there was no vestige nor any sign whatever or any material ship was to be seen either near or right away to the horizon. The night being clear and the sea calm, 13 persons altogether saw her. At 10.45 a.m., the ordinary seaman who had this morning reported the flying Dutchman fell from the foretop mast cross trees and onto the topogant forecastle and was smashed to atoms. To atoms? To atoms. <laughs> <laughs> so one out of ten on my British accent. Being that I've never been there as well, so this I'll is just from six. movies. Six? That's not bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, homie fell. The guy that saw the ship initially and yeah. called out to the crew fell from the mass and one thing that we should talk smashed about Adams. and was smashed Adams and actually they threw his body into the into the water to get rid of him he's probably a crew member on the flying dutchman now most likely but one thing we need to talk about in terms of lure when you spot this ship is generally speaking 
great misfortune comes upon you and the crew. It is. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think we could go ahead and assume that their ship didn't sink, considering he later became the king. That was pretty misfortunate for the guy that saw the ship initially. It was. You know what I'm saying? I agree. And these guys are professional sailors, okay? They don't just fall out of their crow's nest. They, they do not just fall. So there was, you know, maybe something paranormal going on there. I agree. Which I happen to find quite interesting. So okay. I have another sighting from 1881. Okay. A Swedish merchant ship under the commander of Captain Larsen. They encountered the Flying Dutchman. Okay. Um, they said his ship was battling a storm, and as she rounded the Cape of New Hope, or Good Hope, okay. uh, from Australia... They saw an eerie glow appearing in the sky. A captain sends a man up the mast to go see what it is. And um, he also fell. No, he didn't. Did he? <laughs> and he crashed it headlong onto the deck. Well, that's quite He died good. several minutes later, whispering his final words, Flying Dutchman. Oh, no. Okay, well. This seems to be an ongoing thing because I also have another sighting where... Someone went up the mast. Oh, my God. Dude. Okay, maybe it is actually just dangerous. Maybe <laughs> we should stop sending people up there. Um, this um, The man was an Englishman called Lannisbury. Okay. He described a brilliant red flame in the middle of which where there was an ancient vessel. He could clearly see its mast, spars, and sails and said it was undoubtedly the Flying Dutchman. Okay. Two di- he survived from the mast. Okay, that's good. So maybe two we days, can send some people up there. Yeah. So uh, two days before they were they were meant to return to Rotterdam, he died. Oh my God! What did he die from? A heart attack. A or, heart attack. Okay. Oh yeah, he died of a heart attack. And another man who saw the manifestation manifestation through the porthole was discovered dead in a bunk, and he was said to have died from extreme fear. Extreme fear. <laughs> So, uh, okay. Well, I would like at this point, so we talked about some famous ones, right? I have more, but we I have a lot more. I know, I know, I know. And we will get to those, but I, I want to talk about the first printed reference to the ship. Okay? okay. This notorious ship. And it was talked about in the travels in various parts of Europe, Asia, and Africa during a series of 30 years and upward, which was published in 1970. And was attributed to John McDonald. Okay. Okay. There's a passage that says the weather was so stormy that the sailors said they saw the flying Dutchman. This common story is that this Dutchman came to the Cape in distress of weather. And, and basically it's a story that we have. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's the first actual reference in like literature, which is interesting because it wasn't published until 1970s now it was written far far before yeah okay but sort of like i don't know like how the bible the different stories were written and then they brought them all together so we don't actually have a printed reference before 1970s in like a mainstream book i should say no which i think is interesting and then the next one was what 2003 in spongebob (laughs) (laughs) another time era piece (laughs) time accurate time accurate piece um, I do have another one from A Voyage and Botany Bay, which was from 1795 Ooh, and it. written by um, a London socialite known as George Barrington. And he basically re- recollects a very similar story to that, that just that there was a storm that kind of started taking place, very rocky. And yeah, um, out of the water comes the Flying Dutchman, which is weird. That would be very creepy to see happen right before your eyes. 
and have... they actually made it through that encounter. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. See, I have another one from 1884 where an American tea clipper called the Relentless was sailing for New York. Okay. And it sighted the Flying Dutchman 300 miles south of the Cape of Good Hope. The captain, Daniel Schriever, ordered the ship to alter its course so they could get a better look. But the helmsman died when they were about 400 yards away from the Phantom ship. That My same God. night, uh, they got hit by a storm, and three of their mem- their seamen were washed overboard and never seen again. Okay. That's not good. Nope. That's very not good. Um, there is so many sightings we could go on. We'll just talk a couple about a couple on. more famous ones, and then we're going to kind of talk about what our ideas of what this you know ship could be. We'll even bring Eric into this um, yep. into this mix. But let me um, let me talk about one from October seventeenth, nineteen ninety eight, when Prince Edward of the United Kingdom was actually in the waters filming a show called Crown and Country, and he and various other film crew members spotted this vessel. And they said upon seeing it, uh, he told everyone to wait until it got closer so they could, you know, video it. But then it vanished. And Prince Edward said, I'm quite convinced as far as ghosts are concerned that there are too many stories, coincidences, occurrences, and strange happenings. There is something definitely out there. But what it is, I don't really know. Ooh. So the thing I like about that is, is this is a prince, right? He has no good reason to say something like that. Nope. Right? Um. And we have so many witnesses, even from the first one with King George, yep. where he had 13 other witnesses besides his brother and him. Yeah. That's 15 people. If that we're is. not counting the guy that fell off the mast, that's 16. <laughs> that's a lot of people. It is. And I mean, the amount of sightings that we have is insane. I mean, I'll talk about two more sightings. Yeah. But um, in March of 1939... No less than 60 people at False Bay in South Africa had a complete view of the Flying Dutchman as she appeared and sailed straight for the sands of Stranfontein. I, I, I don't know where that is. But before it hit the beach and the, sh- the ship vanished into thin air. So these people are on the, in, on the coast. Yeah. And they see it. Which, yeah. 60 and other people? I mean, yeah. come on. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. And the last one I want to talk about, talk about is uh, in September of 1942, four people... We're sitting on their balcony uh, in Cape Town, and they saw the same phantom vessel sable in, sail into Table Bay and then disappeared behind Robin Island. Now, hmm. I've been to Cape Town. Okay. I've been to Robin Island. Okay. When you're on a balcony and you're overlooking it, it's you can see everything. It's one yeah. of those places. You and most people have seen pictures of Cape Town. Yeah. It's got Tabletop Mountain, which is like a sheer cliff and then it ends up in like a plateau and the bay is like you can see everything in the bay there's nowhere it can hide ships can disappear and suddenly appear from robin island is a flat really flat it's you know it's a prison it was a prison but there's nothing there so ships cannot appear and disappear out of thin air like that Uh, absolutely And, and another portion of the lore that i do want to talk about as well and bring up is that um a lot of people see this ship just out in the seas, right? Yeah. Out in the open water. And they see it like flying, like not flying, but like going, going fast. extremely fast. Yeah. And the sails act as if they have wind in the sails, but there's no wind at all. And it's, it's just jetting down the water. It's a weird one because there's two, I think there's two types of sightings that we see. Middle of the storm. Yes, Where correct. it's crazy. 
or the water's dead calm and there's yes. nothing going on. And a lot of times the um, Flying Dutchman is basically a precursor to a large a storm. storm happening. Yeah. So a lot of those things. And there was another good um, article that I found where they kind of talk about, and this is a famous one, you probably came across this one as well, which is there is this boat that's out at sea and it's rather calm waters and the, the Flying Dutchman appears out of nowhere and everyone's yeah. kind of panicking, freaking out. And they see a little boat drop from the Flying Dutchman, and there's Ooh. four people on this boat. And the boat makes its way, it's a little crew, makes its way to, you know, where all the spectators are, where this other ship is yeah. at. And they want to they want to climb on board. And oh, they look fairly know. weathered, you know, they look like they've been out in the ocean for quite some time. Yeah. And they're basically asking the passengers on the boat, can you please mail these letters off for us. We miss our loved ones. We haven't seen them in a very long time. We miss them. Can you please mail these letters off? And luckily, the captain had the foresight to say, uh, that's the Flying Dutchman, and that's a ghost crew. No chance. <laughs> and when he asked the the crew members what, you know, what addresses these letters were supposed to go to, he so recognized- He didn't take the letters, but he recognized the addresses as having been addresses that haven't existed in like 50 years because the letters that they wanted to send out were from the town that this boat was from. And he's like, absolutely not. And they left. They didn't take the letters. And they were begging. The the, the little crew was begging all the passengers on the ship to take them. When you became a captain back in the 1800s, 1700s, that you get like a little history lesson about the Flying Dutchman. They run you through it. They run you through it. Like, hey. You may or may not see a ghost <laughs> ship. It's going to be like a red eerie light, maybe a green eerie light. Yeah. Um, if you see it, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> it was actually really cool to know you. Um, uh, if you make it through, though, you should not interact with it. Like, do they, is it like a, they like give you a little, little lesson, warning? like school you up on it a little bit? I don't know. I would think they have to. They probably make you write a letter yourself to have ready. Oh. And then when you go down, you have the letter that you wanted your loved ones to have. And now it's your job as a ghost member of the Flying Dutchman to pass that off onto another boat. Dang. So maybe. it's like a long running like conspiracy. Or a curse. How do we feel about that? Or a curse. Or do you I mean, is it a curse? It has to be a curse, right? It so, could be a curse. All right, let's let's get into this, right? Let's let's get into the nitty gritty here. Let's talk about this. Number one, I wanna come straight out and say I am aware of the idea that there are ghost ships out there. Yep. That There's there ghost are sh- cars. Yeah. There's ghost trains. Well, I'm strictly talking about ships that just don't have a crew and they're just floating around out there. Oh, there is, yeah. And that does exist. That yep. is real. That is real. But a ship that old, I don't think it could have lasted at sea this long, right? I don't think I think we gotta roll out the ghost ship portion of it. So you think it's what do you mean rule it out? Like Rule out the ghost ship portion in terms of like just a ship without like a crew that's just floating around out there. We got to rule that out. the part where it has a red eerie light kind of ruled that out for me. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Well, look, I, b- before I go and talk about some possible explanations. Okay. You have some? I have some. Okay. Um, I don't. After reading the possible explanation, I don't want to say what I think because <laughs> I don't, it's going to ruin everything. <laughs> okay. Let's go to Eric. Eric, do you have any opinions based off of what you've heard now 
about what this could even be before we get to the explanations. I don't buy it. <laughs> he says he doesn't buy it, guys. I so. just, you know, with anything pre-1900 and even post, because we, we deal with this even in present time, you know, people's accounts, they're not always accurate. I agree I, with you on that. Just a hater. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But you know what, though? People would just assume the weirdest stuff when they would see something that they can't explain. Yeah. And, you know, during a time like that, I mean, think about it. Okay, like some of the accounts you were saying, okay, it's a stormy you know, time on the seas and everything like that. Like Dallas was saying, maybe there's a ghost ship somewhere out there. No, no crew aboard, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But maybe people see it and they immediately assume, oh man, it's the flying Dutchman. I've heard of this, you know? So I agree with everything that you said, but I do have to intercede and say, I don't think they would take like an early 2000s tanker ship, like mistake it for like a set, you know, a, what was this, 1600s, 1700s? Yeah, I, I would hope not. All right, well, you know what? Just to debunk you, in October of 1959, no. <laughs> quite recently, no. a Dutch freighter called Strat Magallan, captained by Captain P. Olga, came into contact with the Flying Dutchman. Okay. The ghostly vessel sails were at full spread, and a man could be clearly seen at the wheel. Okay. Okay. I'm not feeling debunked yet because I still would be surprised to see a it pirate ship. It was so out there. sudden the appearance of the, of the ghostly ship that there was no chance that Captain Alga could avoid the situation. They were destined to collide. What? Okay. And however, just as they were about to collide, the Flying Dutchman vanished into the darkness. Okay. First of all, that is not an explanation. That is a story. Yes, but and guess he what? He could He's... have lied. <laughs> he could have sick lied. That is not an explanation, sir. It's No, it's not an explanation, but Eric's over here like, oh, people from the old times just make things up, huh? I don't... No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I don't think they make shit up. I think they don't know what they're seeing. Yeah. And then they make shit up. But, <laughs> then they I mean, make shit up but for, you know, yeah. you but think just, someone from 1959 would know what they're seeing? Probably not either. I mean, shit, people don't even know what they're seeing now. You know? That's true. Or, 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 just to offer another another side of this, right? Episode 38, you guys talked about a guy who walked around a beach for, I don't know, 15, 20 years with <laughs> yeah. penguin feet. Yeah, we did talk and, about that. And, you know, maybe maybe there's people out there who don't like to buy into the war. Me. <laughs> See, you know? that's and what I'm saying, though. Maybe they're We're going on the out same there page. and trying to get people to think that it is real, you know, for the, for the hell of it. Yeah, I, I'm on the same page as you on that. I actually agree completely. And that's why I say that is not an explanation. That is a story, sir. I want an I explanation, have an explanation from you. But... I'm bringing up, I'm going to find a recent story so that someone, someone where someone got a cell phone picture. No. I want Davy Jones to come down here and shake my hand. No. What? I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) Why would you say that? If it's even remotely accurate, that's the last thing that I want. All right. Do you want me to debunk this entire thing now? Yeah, send it. And if you tell me a story where it's just a first person account, I'm going to count it as not debunked. Have you ever heard of Fata Morgana? No. Sounds like it's from Guardians of the Galaxy. Basically, it's called a superior mirage. Okay. Okay. And what it is, is it's caused by the air below the line of sight being significantly colder than the air above it. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. And that would probably be pretty accurate on the seas because, yeah, the air directly above the water would be cooler. It was named after uh, King Arthur's half- 
sister, um, basically, just because it was kind of described as like the light bending and. No, King Arthur was all about the magic stuff, so it, that's why it was got its name from King Arthur. It's about that magic stuff, huh? Well, you know, don't bring had, up Merlin right now. I won't <laughs> hear it. I will not hear it. <laughs> I won't. Um, essentially, it's the line of horizon. So if you're looking out on the horizon, yeah, the difference normally is like one to two degrees. Is air is a cooler temperature. Right, yeah, colder temperature than the air above it. Okay, and what it will cause is a mirage or reflection. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, let me show you a picture of this. Is a picture of okay. ref, the reflected cargo ship from this mirage layer, and it's okay. clearly visible of the line of horizon and then the mirage under it. There you go. All right, let me look at this. Yeah, that does look weird. I won't lie to you. I could see how you'd think that's a pirate ship straight up. <laughs> yep. Debunked. <laughs> it does kind of look like a pirate ship. <laughs> it's like clearly not when you really look at it. But yeah, say you see that on Horizon, well, that's very that's, weird. That's the mirage of the ship. I know. That's why I'm saying it's yeah. weird. So this was a cargo ship and it's a mirage of a cargo ship. Yeah, I know. And I'm saying I could even that does look like a pirate ship. Yeah. You get what I'm saying here? That is weird. There's a bunch of science behind this, but that's essentially what it is, and we'll post a link to this so you can read about it yourselves. But Yeah, that was weird. I don't know, but okay, so here's the thing, right? Okay. That would have to be if they saw the ship from very far away. There's a ton of accounts where they saw it like right next to them. That's true, or when they sailed up to them. Yeah, exactly. What so a- what say you? What say me? Yeah. I say, it's a ghost. <laughs> Fire the cannons. I I don't know. I think it's a good idea. I honestly I I think science can explain so much, but part of the paranormal is being unexplained to science. That's that's true. And I think you know, it's like when you get these UFO videos and stuff, right? Okay. There's so many explanations that make sense, and it could be it, but then there's stuff that nobody can answer. Like, huh? What is this then? Yeah. Like that debunks some of it. Like people citing it. Like sure. People could have seen, like, the King George sto- George story, right? Yeah. That could have just been a mirage out on the ocean that they see far away. Of, like, another ship. Of, of another ship, of their ship. It could be anything. So I think, like, probably a lot of the sightings would get debunked like this. Obviously, during a storm, that's not going to be applicable. Yeah. Is it? Because, and there's a lot of sightings during storms and just seeing yeah. it out there. So I, I think if you have to look at it from an aspect of the curse... The ship went, the alleged Flying Dutchman original ship went down during a storm. Yeah. It makes sense that during a storm, it comes back and gets seen. Yeah. Now, during the calm waters, it makes more sense that it's probably just a mirage. My I can opinion. See that. So, what you're saying is, is you believe that there could potentially be a curse that we're dealing with. Here. I think so. Okay. Have we tried having a preacher go out on a boat around there? I don't think so. I mean, how would you even, like, uncurse this? Like, bless the waters? Bless I, the rains down in Africa? I couldn't tell you. I mean, I guess if maybe a preacher prayed over to the ocean, it would make it holy water, right? That's how that works? Yeah, but they're all connected. So is now the ocean all holy? Yeah. But you would think someone would have done that by now. I mean, yeah. It's weird. So, I don't know. I think I'm kind of on the same page. I definitely believe that that mirage that you just showed me is probably a good portion of the sightings. I think that's... You could probably explain, like... 75% of them. But a that. lot of, I, we always do like to bring up the fact, though, that 
unless you've had like a paranormal experience yourself or seen something weird yourself, it's hard to put yourself in those shoes. Yeah. To like really, you know, understand what they were seeing and the fact that they're telling you, I know what I saw. I mean, someone died of extreme fright. Yeah. So that's got to be worth something. A lot of people fell off the mast. That's got to be worth something. They could have also just fallen off the mast. <laughs> true, true. But if that always happened, I doubt that would still be a position. That's true. OSHA would have said something by now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I like it. I think it could be real. I think it's real. You, you think it's real? I think, I think it's real. Okay. I'm going to say it's real. We don't really come out and say things like that usually on this podcast. It's not what we set out to do, but... no. I think it's real. It is fun to believe, though, for sure. It is. And it's always fun to cover something more spooky and, and instead of, like, all the alien stuff that we like to cover. Yeah. Which we like the alien stuff, but... Switch it up. Yeah, switch it up. Switch it up. Yeah. Um, if you guys like spooky stuff, if you want to hear more ghost stuff, let us know. Oh, you know yeah. Send in requests if you have stories that you want us to talk about. Yeah. We'll, we'll research them. We do have some lined up already for the next couple of weeks, but that doesn't mean that we can't take some... You know, maybe we like that idea better. Maybe yeah. we'll cover it sooner. But if one of you sends in, like, Roswell or something, we're not doing that yet. So stop hitting us with the big hitters. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're going to hold off on the on the big ones for a minute. But, well, I liked it. I like what we have there. Thank you. Very good. Very good. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Very much. I believe we're going to conclude at this point. We are. So. Have a good day. Have a good day. Give us a rating, a review. Tell yep. us your thoughts. Hit us up on the socials. Specifically, Instagram would be ideal because that's the easiest one for me to access. Yes. Um, and we'll always make sure to get back to you guys. We appreciate it. And thank you for tuning in. Yep. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.